The Courage to Lead, episode 118. You're listening to the IB4E Coaching Podcast. Brought to you by IB4E Coaching, business coaching for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business professionals. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com. Hey, Coach Harlan here. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal week. Um, I'm having a great week and I'm excited to talk to you, uh, my guest, and introduce you to my guest. Uh, please help me welcome Emily Braun. Emily Braun is an avid traveler with experience traveling into 40 different countries. After years of living and working in four countries three on three continents, several immigrations, and several changes in professional direction, Emily realized that she wanted to create a new life chapter full of passion, health, and purpose. The concept of international lifestyle consulting came from her desire to help others to work, live, or retire overseas, enjoying life in the full without compromising health and overall well-being. Modern technology gives remote workers and retirees the opportunity to live anywhere around the world. With so many choices, you need a trusted guide to advise and help you develop your personal relocation plan. Emily has helped people in the U.S. and Canada to find new places to live, work, retire, or invest, which would help many baby boomers find an affordable place to live at retirement without compromising their lifestyle, enjoying an active life, and getting good medical help. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Harlan, for inviting me. And I'm looking forward for our conversation. And I believe uh, other people will find some valuable uh, information listening to us. Absolutely. I, I know so many people that are, if, they're, if they haven't already, they're thinking of becoming the digital nomad, being able to work anywhere. And so it, that opens up opportunities for them around the world. And so I'm really, really excited to talk to you about uh, the network you're starting to put together, um, how you help people, and some of the other programs you have coming up. So I'm excited. But before we get started, I have 10 questions that I ask every one of my guests. Uh, <laughs> listeners will know these are questions that I ask um, everybody. These are questions made popular on the TV show Inside the Actor's Studio, where host James Lipton asks these questions of his Hollywood stars from film stage and television. And I figure if they're good enough for the Hollywood elite, they're certainly good enough for my guests. So, Emily, if you're ready, 10 questions. Ready? Okay. I just would like to say that I'm not watching TV for years, and I'm obviously not Hollywood star. So I will answer as I wish. <laughs> you are a star in your own right. Absolutely. All right. Question number one. What is your favorite word? Trust. What is your least favorite word? Betrayal. What turns you on? Good people. What turns you off? Despair. What sound or noise do you love? Music or thinking of birds in the morning. Okay. And what sound or noise do you hate? Oh, I hate, uh, you know, the sounds on, on the glass when there is scratching on the glass. <laughs> I cannot stand it. <laughs> Great. What is your favorite curse word? 
you know, idiot, because it's good in every language. <laughs> idiot. Everyone understands. <laughs> Everyone understands. Absolutely. Very good. Okay. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? You know, I've had already three, four, I don't remember <laughs> how to define all professions. And one more, it's actually, I think what I'm doing now, it's not profession, it's more um, mission, sorry, to be pathetic. Yeah. So <laughs> I just to be good person. I don't know if it's, if it's profession, but at this point, I'm, um, I'm just moving forward without thinking about yeah. profession name okay is there one profession that you would never like to do mm, i you know there are so many professions and by the way uh, some of them will go to the to, to evaporate soon with all changes we have in society um No, I think in, in every profession, there is some uh, value and if people are good doing it. So it might be not for me, um, you know, maybe to be a manager of the big company or work for the government. Okay. It's not for me. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's good. All right. The final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did all what you could in your time. Good. Very good. Excellent. All right. So we are going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back, talk about uh, your experience, all the places you've traveled to, find out your best spots, your best secrets. So have some ready for us. Um, and then we're going to talk about how you came up with the International Lifestyle Consulting, what you do to help people and some of the best places they can travel to. Okay. Okay. So we will talk about that and more listeners. So we'll be back right after this message. So stick with us. Imagine having a trusted group of CEOs at your disposal. Imagine having your very own peer advisory team who could work you through the problems and questions in your business before you had to make those difficult decisions. Imagine you had a group of advisors that had your back and met for the sole purpose of making you successful in your business. What would you be able to accomplish then? Well, you don't have to imagine anymore. You can have that and more when you join my Business Success Mastermind Group. Join my Business Success Mastermind Group today. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com forward slash mastermind. And I'm back with my guest, Emily Braun. Emily, thank you again for, for coming on the show. I am excited to talk to you about this topic because this is something my wife and I have talked about for years. And we're getting to a point now, I think this year, we're actually going to make the move to become digital nomads just around the U.S. for now, just to test it out. But at some point, we would love to travel and, and live and work internationally. So this is a perfect opportunity for us. Excellent. Excellent news. And I would be happy to support you, you know, from different angles on your, of your journey. Great. So tell me, um, you're originally, where, where are you from originally? Uh, I was born in former Soviet Union. 
Okay. Uh, actually, what is now independent Republic of uh, Moldova. Mm -hmm. I lived in what is now Ukraine uh, for some time uh, in Russia. It, you know, it was all one country in my times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and I traveled a lot in the borders of big uh, Soviet Union at the time. Okay. And you are living in Canada now? Is that true? Uh, yes, uh, my first immigration actually from Soviet Union, it was still Soviet Union, was to Israel. So okay. I lived for years in Middle East. Nice. And Canada is my second, uh, I would say, full-blown immigration. Uh, I came with family um, and actually multiply my family <laughs> in Canada. In Canada, I'm living uh, for more than 25 years and actually now... Uh, in a stage that I'm considering my next relocation. Yeah. Where are you thinking next? Uh, at this point, uh, I'm uh, working on Mexico uh, residency, but my personal plan include, if it would be possible, uh, to have kind of living places for me and my children in Canada, Mexico and Eastern Europe. I didn't nice. decide yet where, but I think okay with Eastern Europe. That would be great. So how did you, you love travel, obviously, right? Um, and you've been in four different countries on three different continents. Is, has travel always been a part of your life? I know when you immigrated first out of the, out of Russia, but did, where did, where did you get your, your, thirst for back, travel travel yeah. back <laughs> yeah no it was from uh, from childhood you know yes. i remember myself being a small child and at home we had on a wall big map map of the mm -hmm. world and as a child i was you know uh, learning about uh, different countries and names of the capitals and actually i was a good student at school but i always was dreaming and not only dreaming my my parents uh, you know happened to be uh, loving uh, travel and and i i've had opportunity going even to the you know camping to the different like republic as we say nice. so i was traveling as i mentioned inside of uh, soviet union mm, when i started to work and um, uh, when we get to israel it was very interesting for me and my family to discover the new culture and actually this land full of, you know, historical uh, treasures, uh, religious, sure. spiritual, like, you know, every stone, it's kind of a story. Oh. Um, so, and I was always curious. Uh, and by the way, I several times during my career uh, wanted really to go to work in the tourism and as a travel guide, as a, um, as a, um, tour uh, designer, but it was kind of not almost the time to do it. I was, um, uh, again, um, I was married. I relocated from Moldova to Ukraine after then one immigration and kind of relocation inside in inside a country, another immigration. And it's, um, it's not travel. Please understand that yeah. immigration and even uh, immigration in our time and today, relocation, it's kind of different things. There's a lot of in common, sure. but today, you know, we have internet, we have a lot of information. It's a different um, story, I would say. But 
uh, my travel bag was always uh, with me and I've never had time uh, really to do what I like, I would say. Despite yeah. I was changing profession in every country I lived, yeah. um, I needed to turn money. So, <laughs> so travel <laughs> was kind of, um, I would say, cherry on the, on the cake, which uh, I was uh, getting only after hard work yeah. uh, of, you know, living in this or other country. But all, with every opportunity, and I don't have a lot of, uh, business trips before i i was um traveling and i like to do it yeah my wife and i love to travel and as a consultant my wife and i were both consultants we would travel to different client sites we had a lot of hotel points a lot of airline points and we've used those to go to europe to go to the uk um tra mexico travel all over and traveling for vacation is one thing traveling as uh, we said, the digital nomad, right? Going to work, staying in a place for an extended period of time in a new culture, in a new area, new new language and everything like that. That is probably scary for some people. So, but you found your niche to, to help people that want to do that, that want to start traveling, right? Uh, indeed, uh, you are right that it's not... Uh... Uh, actually, relocation, even part-time relocation, it's not the same as traveling. And it's what I really trying to uh, explain and point out to, to people who all, uh, don't have such experience or considering it, you know, from the point of view that, okay, I need to buy a ticket, I need to buy, like, to find accommodation and, like, I plan my travel or my move. Mm -hmm. It's not the same when you are going actually to live, to be part of new uh, culture and new society. And in addition, uh, like there is a lot of kind of uh, mental preparation to work on uh, yeah. our outlook. And first of all, uh, the better we know the country or place we are going to land, even for yeah. short time, uh, the better we prepared, you know, the better we feel uh, in this place yeah. and in this world it's not enough only to have desire which is good and adventure spirit which is very important because right. by the way it's not for everyone you sure. need to to have uh you know specific personality type you yeah. need to be curious you need yes. to be courageous you need to have this travel you know spirit and interest to other people culture and right. and actually to take the risk because uh, yes it's, sure. it's unknown and even you might be you know prepared and but it's still unknown situation but sure. if you open to it you will succeed but, but you have to be a people person right you like you said you have to be curious you have to like people and be willing to to be open and talk to people um you can't be somebody who's uh, misogynistic, I guess, I just, you're, you know, stand off. You have to be a people person. Yes. You know, there are, people are different. Let's, let's uh, confirm it. And, and some people, some people's desire is to live on an uninhabited island, not to see anyone. It's not my kind of type of, uh, but there are some people in, in, sure. now, you probably know, who prefer not to see neighbors like in, <laughs> in sure. vicinity. And there are some people who really need to be in social um, 
um, you know, surrounding who mm-hmm. really need uh, different stands. It's uh, important to consider that we are all different. Yes. But I believe that for majority of us uh, to be part of local culture, to be part of, um, mm, you know, local life, um, it, it, you get much more from this lifestyle. Sure. But let's face reality. Uh, in order to be part of the local uh, life, we need to speak local language. Yes. And it's not always the case. So actually, uh, my consulting, starting from this point, to help person who is coming to me to figure out, you know, to find the best matching uh, country or location, uh, region in a country based on their specific circumstances, nice. including uh, knowledge of language. So, for example, I'm myself not speaking Spanish, and I'm considering move to Spanish-speaking country. Mm-hmm. Yes, I started to learn Spanish, <laughs> but I understand that uh, in the beginning, uh, it, what is best case for me to be integrated in uh, local life, it's to be part of uh, local sure. uh, expat community like in this or other area. Sure. And when when my wife and I, when we travel, we don't stay in the touristy areas. We like to stay outside of the touristy areas. We rent a, a little house or we rent a, a condominium or, or an apartment. We talk to the locals and we ask them, where do you go out to dinner? Where do you go to celebrate a special day? And they tell us the restaurants that are off the beaten path that yeah. most tourists will never even see. And we've had such amazing experiences. That's why I think we would be fine, you know, traveling like this. Um, do you work with the the younger Generation X, Gen Z type people, or are you working with the boomers who are getting ready to retire and, and looking for places to go? Okay, I would like to clarify and define my target auditory. Okay. Uh, there are baby boomers like me and you, mm-hmm. professional baby boomers, and remote workers and what i mean by remote workers it's kind of subgroup under digital nomads but i define it it's family oriented like 45 plus professionals who are due to the latest changes uh, our remote work opportunities uh, Mm -hmm. and other opportunities which covid uh, offered to us realized that they can do we can do our work uh, uh, not only being at home using our computer, but actually uh, enjoying our life and being outside of our city or country. Sure. So remote work opening uh, new opportunities for professionals as well. And speaking about the digital nomad, I'm kind of hanging with them uh, together as well. I'm participating in the like digital nomad, uh, online events, international events. I'm very curious uh, about this uh, um, young crowd, I would say. Not all of them very young, uh, but I'm learning a lot. But they are more self-sufficient. They usually have 10, 15 years of uh, independent travel. They are mostly singles and they don't have the challenges already, or uh, they have different priorities, I would sure. say. 
I identified these two groups as the baby boomers and close to them by age and actually professional background uh, remote workers. And sometimes okay. there is an overlap, like in our case, as the two groups who can benefit mostly uh, from my uh, services and my connections. Right. So you're building a network of resources, connections in all these different countries that will help you help your clients uh, get into the, the new um, society, the, the culture, right? And, and everything in those areas. Tell me about your network. Uh, actually, it's all started from my personal search and research. Uh, first of all, um, I was working uh, a little bit in the medical tourism in Latin America when I was looking for, in my case, dental services. And I did research worldwide and, you know, uh, narrowed down it to Latin America. It's more uh, close to us uh, uh, place. And this, and I was traveling to this country. It's not only paper research or online research. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was uh, in Costa Rica several times and mm -hmm. Panama and Mexico, uh, learning about medical system uh, uh, there. And several years ago, I realized that, that probably for retirement, I need to look for the different uh, country, mm -hmm. um, despite my many years working in Canada. So I started uh, my extended research in this uh, regard. And uh, yes, I was signed up to many uh, known, um, you know, publishing uh, sources. Mm -hmm. And uh, after then found my own sources, I was traveling till I realized actually that the information that I have and connections that I'm establishing are important not only to me, that many people in similar mm -hmm. Uh, kind of age or in some situation sure. uh, looking for uh, a relocation. Uh, so I, I continue to do it, it now. So I defined my, as I say, um, regions of interest as um, Latin America uh, mm -hmm. and South of Europe. Uh, I have more information, uh, obviously, about uh, countries in Asia, but you know, first of all, I'm alone, I'm solopreneur, it's not possible. And I know uh, that majority of people in our continent still considering to be close to home. So Latin America and Europe, it's kind of a convenient uh, yeah. location for, uh, for us. Sure. And uh, on my website, I actually defined countries I'm working with, meaning I have local uh, professionals connection who can help uh, with relocation steps, depending what people are looking for. Sure. It's all very customized. Nice. And I, I, I've read the information you have about Costa Rica, and, and I know that's a very popular place. A lot of people are looking at Costa Rica. What other areas, um, you mentioned Panama, what other areas in South America are available? Okay. In Latin America, I'm working with Mexico. <laughs> it's like still North America. And uh, by the way, uh, most of um, American expats are living in Mexico. Okay. Like million and a half only officially, meaning wow. having temporary permanent residency and half of million Canadians. And it's statistic uh, based on 2019. I believe in year or two, like if it will be new statistic, it will be much more if I yeah. will come. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but uh, we have uh, known Costa Rica uh, Panama is pretty famous kind of in these circles. Uh, Belize, 
Nicaragua is upcoming with a kind of interest. El Salvador, it's a latest country, but uh, because of the interest to cryptocurrency, it's a kind of the uh, building um, uh, communities for uh, digital nomad. It's kind of a separate project, but I get interest to this country as well. Okay. Um, yes, it's if you're speaking, I'm planning to go Colombia. I'm planning to go next um, this March uh, to Argentina, kind of to extend uh, my um, network over there. And speaking about um, Europe, it's a kind of classic, I would say, uh, Portugal, Spain, uh, Italy, uh, Bulgaria, um, Greece, uh, upcoming. And again, there are more countries, but I'm very cautious kind of about um, people and I'm checking, uh, you know, I need to be in this place before sure. I can uh, suggest other people to do the same. Sure. Now we've traveled to Greece. We loved Greece. Uh, we stayed in Santorini for a little over a week, I think. Beautiful island, but they don't have hospital facilities on Santorini. If something happens, they have to put you on one of the fast posts to take you somewhere else. That's uh, at at my age anyways, that's something that we need to think about, right? You pointed out very important consideration. It's what I'm speaking about and trying to narrow down people understanding that, uh, but, but look, if there is no hospital in Santorini, it doesn't mean uh, that you cannot live in suburb of uh, Athens mm -hmm. where there, there are hospitals because, but you need to know the places or you need to consider your living place not so far away uh, from the hospital. And in addition to hospital, like you need uh, medical insurance or maybe travel insurance. And again, uh, Europe, it's kind of different case uh, if we comparing with uh, Latin America. And I believe a lot of changes are coming in this or next year. Um, first of all, as Americans and Canadians, we cannot spend in Europe more than three months. If you know, yeah, so okay. if you're planning to be more than three months in Europe, and by the way, in Schengen zone, even you uh, kind of spend a couple of weeks in uh, Portugal, like months in Spain and uh, two months in Greece, it's all considering one zone, one time. Wow. So it, it would be limited for three months yeah. only. And after then, you can go back to Europe only after uh, six months. So wow. if you're considering leave in uh, longer or really kind of spend time half a year in Europe, you need to be engaged in some immigration process. Wow. There is a difference. In yeah. Latin America, uh, we kind of have more luxury, but even uh, Mexico started to um, now in the verge of changing immigration rules. I don't know, for travelers, I mean, for travelers mm -hmm. and expected to be for residents as well. So we need to consider it. World is changing. Yeah. And I'm about to advise people how to do this, even part-time, I would say, relocation legally, how to not um, you know, compromise your uh, well-being in your own sure. country. Because you need to consider taxation rules, like your financial planning should be up to your plans as well. And many other things that, you know, as a traveler, we are not considering. So now, as a, as you say, digital nomad, or I would say remote workers, specifically, mm -hmm. if we are baby boomers, we have different 
priorities and we should right. consider it and plan it and actually to select our places based on this consideration as well. Exactly. And what about internet access? Um, so, is that pretty much um, available everywhere? Or is that something again, you have to be careful with? You should be careful with it. And even probably in the United States, there are some areas where internet is not so good, as far as I know. Uh, so uh, depends on the country. Um, like my personal experience in Costa Rica, you can have uh, excellent internet or on the island in countryside. Hmm. In Europe, in Italy, no. You, you should be very selective. And you should, and really, I need to do some maybe additional research to find the places where the internet is good. By the way, there are, uh, I think it's one of the reasons why there are not so many digital nomads, I mean, youngers in right. Italy, which is excellent country from touristic perspective. Mm -hmm. But Italy might be good for the people who considering different lifestyle, you know, right. to have a winery, to have some uh you know to live uh, with the nature to have some home uh, i don't know estate yes for some people it's a dream place to to retire and spend sure. time and uh, okay for people who are looking for internet as a you know tool to work and survive no yeah, go to other not so much <laughs> go to portugal and again it should be considered. And uh, actually, I developed questionnaire, uh, which is um, mm, taking in account many uh, similar or other questions from different uh, lifestyle perspective. And when people are coming to me, meaning they um, uh, book even additional um, consultations, they get this questionnaire. It's already helping people uh, to filter out some options to mm. think about, you know, uh, maybe some questions they never asked, uh, never thought about. And I really advise it to do together with your partner, with your wife, uh, with people who you would be traveling with, because you might have different opinion. Sure. And it's better to consider and kind of reconcile your differences uh, uh, before. And uh, so when you're coming to me, I get these answers. I already kind of have some idea uh, you know, uh, what might be the next question to ask, and we're starting our journey together. So okay. there is a lot of things to consider mm -hmm. when you are, say, in a more mature age, and you would like to do it correctly, legally, because I don't wish anyone to have a problem or to be found, you know, as a refugee in any other country. No, <laughs> no, please, <Okay>. no. <laughs> So when you work with people, how, how many, like, is it uh, just a consulting session? Do you sit down with them and do you give them the questionnaire in advance and then you sit with them and help them pick the countries? How does that work? Yes. As I mentioned, uh, even for first consultation, when you're going to my scheduling tool, like consultation on my website, uh, before you submit and um, uh, uh, define the meeting time, you get this questionnaire. And I'm okay. asking people to, to really take it uh, in, into consideration and send to me. So work already started before you, you come to me. As you know, professionals do know yourself form, like uh, financial advisors or taxation advisors, there's kind of starting uh, questions. And um, uh, it's 
all very um, unique based on your unique uh, desires and circumstances. It can be uh, several consultation till we narrow down the best place for you, uh, or maybe two places. And uh, but it's kind of uh, just consultation. But what I'm offering step by step plan, uh, which I'm uh, providing um, the uh, explanation and steps and um, information, research information uh, based on your particular situation. Uh, because what I believe you need to be prepared and you need sure. to get more information and up to the information because information is uh, changing as well. Sure. Um, so I'm helping you to, to set up this plan. If needed, I can coordinate uh, connections with, you know, taxation lawyer, financial advisor, if you don't have it in your country, because it should start it in your country. Yes. I mean, being it in US and Canada. So I have professionals here, if you don't have your own, uh, that you kind of trust. And yeah, so because you need to have this solid uh, foundation before you uh, start your journey, actually, you need to understand what are your uh, financial right. uh, means and how you can afford uh, the travel you might have planned with or travel based on your budget. <laughs> exactly. But just to be clear, you don't actually make the travel arrangements or anything like that. You're providing information for the me, people like me, to make the decision of where, and then you'll connect me with somebody in country that I can coordinate with. Is that right? Okay. I, I can explain it from different sides. I, I see myself as a concierge okay. uh, who accept people, uh, providing the first necessary information about taxation, about right. immigration, if it's needed, about the country. I'm actually matching you with the best possible country nice. uh, to your particular case. But as a travel advisor, by the way, I have a license as a travel advisor, but it's additional service. I can uh, create plan for you as well. It, actually, I like to make travel plans. It's my it's my best hobby I entertain for the years. So based on my knowledge, and I've had my travel company actually before, and my travel company I converted to international lifestyle consulting. So nice. if I can, I will help you with travel advice as well in nice. countries I know. And, and I like I'm pretty... Um, good versed with the travel business and what is interesting now a lot of changes in travel are coming mm. as well uh now with all these closures and yeah. but i i keep still track on on this side because i still subscribe to my travel sources of information uh and uh, like uh, my migrational sources as well good very cool so uh, where did you find the courage to travel. A lot of people are afraid to travel outside of their their country where they grew up. My brother still lives within five, 10 miles maybe of where we grew up. He's never left California. He, he rarely travels outside. A lot of people are like that. Where did you find the courage to travel the world? You know what, for me, it's even not a sign of courage. I think it's my curiosity. As I say, my curiosity is bigger than, than okay. my fear. That's and good. By the way, I was going sometimes to the places uh, that I know not many men would go by myself. <laughs> yeah. Because, because for me, it was burning desire, like to say, I have been in Guatemala City like 
alone. Wow. People say, not alone, with my daughter, <laughs> with my teenage wow. daughter, which I left in a hotel, which she didn't want to come with me. But for me, like to be in Guatemala and not to visit the uh, like city center, yeah. historical oh, center, yeah. like, it's nonsense. Like <laughs> it's yeah. not because we were supposed to be part of the group, but we arrived two days early. To, wow. because i wanted to have my own time i'm not always <laughs> like to go with a group but because wow. i was with my daughter and was guatemala i agreed to go i wasn't with american uh, with american group and yeah. it was completely different decision because every time i was getting out of group <laughs> and people were kind of surprised that i do it but um, it's how my discovery works it's how my personality um, ignited that's great that is perfect. So if people are considering this, what should they do first? If people are considering working uh, remotely, right? What, ah, what should they do first? Countries? Look, yeah. uh, it, it depends. Like uh, for people who are not yet working remotely or don't have their own business, my first advice would be start create your business or find something that you can do online okay. or some, I don't know, services. Uh, and for people who already engage, uh, what I would say, come to me, let's speak, let's start, let's find out what are your cards in this game, because, you know, uh, people are considering, um, you know, the um, desirable location sometimes from the news of 10 uh, years, but things are changing very quickly. Yeah. And again, to travel and to live, it's a different thing. Absolutely. So specifically, if you are not uh, planning to be in, you know, a five, whatever, even three stars hotel, but you're planning, you're curious enough to discover the local life and you should be, you know, uh, uh, there are some danger on the way as well. I mean, mm -hmm. if you don't know, there are the places where you need to go and there are places better not to go. Mm -hmm. Let's to face it. It's the same in your California even now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, there are places here in Atlanta that I wouldn't go, you know, yeah. but we have when we've traveled, we've always felt safe everywhere we travel. We've always gone. We've, we've loved every bit of it and stuff, but there are definitely some things to consider. So you talked about your finances. Make sure you understand your financial situation. What can you afford um, if it's a different country where they speak a different language? We always try to learn the basics of the language. Hello, you know, yes, no please help me, you know, things like that. We try to learn all of the the, the normal day-to-day uh, -day things just to get us into the, the area. But you should, if you're planning on traveling, that's one thing. But if you're planning to live, you really should take a language class too, right? Obviously. And today online, we have the, the many options. And what I would uh, advise, um, uh, language is the first kind of window or door which you open uh, to the new culture, yeah. but try to learn and understand more history of this yes. place. Yes. People, what kind of people living here? Yeah. Uh, like uh, art, you know, whatever you can mm -hmm. find. Today we can find uh, sources, but sometimes we kind of mm, maybe drowning in, in the amount of sources, <laughs> but um, at least like it was my perspective and you asking, how how I where did I find courage? For me, it was not question of courage. It was like I I remember books I read in uh, say in childhood about mm -hmm. Italy and about uh, Germany and uh, and I like architecture and I like museums yes. and I like 
music. So like I need to to be in these places to see myself. Yes. It was not about Instagram and pictures. By the way, I'm right. not good with pictures. It's about <laughs> really feel this place to get mm. to understand these people to understand um, what was going on, and it's giving completely different uh, taste and sense mm. of your travel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We love the history. We love the architecture. We love the food, uh, the the people, the music, everything. That's what really brings it to life. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's huge. Well, Emily, this has been great. I really appreciate you coming on the show. If people want to get in touch with you, what is your, how do they do that? What is your website? It's pretty simple. Uh, my website uh, is my first and last name together, emilybron.com. Okay. Okay. emilybron.com my website and you can find me as a emily brown and linkedin i'm okay. mostly working now with linkedin because i'm working with professionals baby boomers and remote yes. workers but uh, i exist uh, uh, and i post uh, in facebook and instagram as well and you can find me as international lifestyle consulting or emily brown and these uh, platforms uh, as well uh, but uh, the best what can be find uh, the information on my site uh, mm -hmm. book the consultation with me and I have this consultation page actually which uh, giving the details of what can be expected during the work with me come to me uh, start your journey don't wait don't yeah. dream start living your dream excellent absolutely I'm excited about this. And like I said, you I love your website, all the information you have out there and stuff like that. So I will definitely make sure that that uh, website is in the show notes so people will know how to get in touch with you. And uh, yeah, I hope they do reach out. Don't wait. Don't just think about it. Do it. Live, 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 live. Very good. Emily, thank you again. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for inviting. Uh, let's be in touch. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, listeners, hope you guys were taking notes. A lot of good information here. Definitely check out uh, Emily's website, emilybraun.com. Um, find her on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and if you like this episode, share it with your family, friends, colleagues, anybody who is considering working remotely outside the country, definitely have them uh, listen to the podcast and get in touch with Emily. And uh, if you like this, yeah, share it with everybody and stick around because there's always more coming. That's it for me, Coach Harlan, saying so long for now. Thank you. Bye.